0: Well, hello, world. We are live again here in Frisco, Texas, uh, with something to talk about. And whoa, there she no, nope, there she is,
1: <laughs> and there you wait,
0: there point, you point, are. Point point the wrong, wrong way. They're there,
1: <laughs> and that's Stuart.
0: <laughs> you have to learn all kinds of new stuff virtually, don't you? You know, see, we can do we can do a, a, a fist bump there.
1: <laughs> oh I think we're all going cuckoo I, have to tell I, you, I sure, think we've all have be
0: been in, in, we've all been inside so long I think you're right we are going cuckoo
1: well and you know honestly I'm so tired of seeing like seeing people in little squares even commercials are now in little squares I just am I just want to see people like... Together on TV again, <laughs> like not in Real little time. not in separate little squares. I isn't yeah. it amazing how many commercials are on right now that are like I don't know, they're they're advertising things that are COVID related and messages and I don't know, they're all in their little separate boxes. It's just amazing how quickly we kind of switch gears and our lifestyle is like all about this now. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and 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 again as we we've said before is what's it going to be like when when things do kind when, when this kind of starts to fade away and we go back to the way we did things are we gonna go back and accept it or are we going to say you know ah, i i i don't like the new i want to go back to doing this you know i keep thinking about do i ever want st- to set foot in a studio again or just continue doing this virtually because it's yeah. It's kind of nice just doing it virtually. It must be for you because you get to sit out on your patio.
1: Yeah, I do like I'm. I'm out here a lot. My yeah. pool behind me, and I got you know just it's nice. So I mean, I I am outside a lot. But
0: nice tall I don't drink. Know. You can call the call the pool boy to to freshen your drink.
1: Well, my daughter's about to bring me a cup of coffee, so she'll she'll oh, she's will See, I have them all see. trained in there. The reason I another reason I'm out here is because I have a house full again, and I've got you know, Matthew here with his girlfriend, they're in the dining room with monitors and computers and everything. And they're, they're working from home. And then my, of course, Phil's in his office. And then I've got two who are doing online schooling. So for me to be yakking, I had to get out of the house because I've got work going on in there.
0: Right. <laughs> Every room is a different office.
1: Every room is a different office. It's, it's pretty fun though. You know, I like having all mall here and I gave everybody a nice big breakfast this morning. And that's kind of my job in this whole thing is just to keep everybody going and let just keep them as comfortable as can be so that they can be productive in their lives. Cause I don't have right now, you know, a job. I mean like a professional responsibility. So my job and responsibility is to kind of help keep them all afloat so that they can continue working and schooling.
0: You're you're the glue that's holding the family together.
1: I like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know you said earlier like what's going to be like when we're all like really released I know we've been a little bit released but when we're all like really released whenever that might be but I think there are some things that I'll go back to and some things that I won't like um, I've been doing my workout at home like I mean you know me I've always been like I get out and I run and I walk and I do those sorts of things but I also loved going to the gym not only just to get my workout in but it was a social thing but I've over the past couple of months, been I, I kind of revamped my workout regime and like restructured, re, you know, kind of redesigned it. And I have to say, I've loved. I we've got a little putting green over there, and I, I get out there. I've got all my equipment, and under beautiful sunny skies on most days here in Texas, it's been quite nice. I don't know that that's going to be the first place I'm going to run back to. I'll be honest with you.
0: I, I was just gonna. That was gonna be my next question. I was to say, if you got an email that said, okay, the the gym is opening up on Monday morning there
1: no and I love my gym listen I'm and and it's just me I I hope that look I want every business to get back and flourish and get really but it's for me like I don't know that that's just not the first place I'm going to run back to for my own personal kind of issues and thoughts and you know so and and I've just become very comfortable doing my workout here and it's been saving me a lot of time and you know so but that's just me I I truly hope that well, you know, I don't know. I just hope that everybody gets comfortable going back to all places of business, right? I want them yeah, all well, to go back. You
0: know, I, was, I was at the grocery store over the weekend, and, uh, you know, all of the help in the grocery stores and all seemed to have masks on. They yeah. had all these, uh, uh, these glass uh, uh, screens at right. the, the checkout areas. But I was surprised initially when I walked in the first few times with the mask, I thought I felt a little embarrassed. Yeah, I saw everybody else wearing the face masks and all. Yeah, I'm more conscious now as I walk up and down the aisles to the people that are not wearing the masks.
1: Right, right. I, me, me too. And I'm going to ask you, how does that make you? How does that make you feel? You know, when you have a mask on and you're in a place and and I don't know. And then there are people who don't have masks on. You as a mask wearer, what do you? How do you feel about the non-mask wearers?
0: well you know my, my feeling is there there's less chance that i'm going to spread any germs th- that that they will and not only am i wearing the mask but i also have the wipes that i wipe the cart with uh and i'll just take a, an extra precaution because certainly what they've told us is that this this virus is spread more from from the surface contact than it is even fr- from from sneezing or or coughing but when I see other people that are walking, you know, down the aisle and they are not wearing a mask.
1: Hang on, Stuart. So you, okay. this, this is your old buddy. Say hi to Stuart. This is, em, em, you know, Emily. Hi, Stuart. Hey, Stuart. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it looks so rough. That's how are great. you? Yeah, one of my favorite
0: Baylor Bears. Thank you. Thank you.
1: I knew you'd want to say hi to Emily since she's been on our show a few times.
0: She she has been. She
1: just she's she's a good girl. She just brought me my cup of coffee. Your
0: magnolia cup.
1: You know what? Baylor sent this to Elizabeth, so you know uh, Elizabeth's going to Baylor. um, Let's hope anyway in the fall. Right. I don't know. But right now they're they're opening. Anyway, so she's going to Baylor. So Baylor University has been sending her little gifts as an incoming freshman. We got a little box of gourmet cookies, each packaged in an individual package with a different message, like we're in this together uh, or wash your hands or some related little message. And the cookies were amazing. And then the other day this came in the mail. It's a little magnolia mug and it came with a little note. You know hope you're doing well and staying safe and staying well can't wait to see you. so i have to give a little shout out to baylor university it's been very very fun and and they've been really really sweet to the incoming freshmen knowing that this has been and, and they've been doing the same little things for their outgoing seniors uh just trying to recognize those classes those significant kind of you know uh groups of students right now the the outgoing seniors from baylor and then the incoming seniors from high school so it's been fun for Elizabeth to get these little treats in the mail from her school.
0: Well, you know, and I think that that's what a lot of businesses and corporations are doing, too. They realize that a lot of their people have been working from home, and it's been difficult. And so they've been trying to reconnect and letting them know how much they care about, what you know, what they've been doing. And uh, here's a little something. Uh, I, I And I think it's a, it's a great thing for companies and corporations. It's just another way to say thank you for yeah. For- Putting up and, with what you've had to put up with.
1: And just, and I agree. And if if a company can afford it, like I know there are some smaller businesses that can barely keep their head above water, much less throwing their employees a little bone. But, you know, I, I know a, a man who's in banking and he um, he was able to find the funds to give all of his employees a little bonus just because, you know, he just wanted to say, I know we're kind of going through some trying times right now and we just want to recognize, you know, and just show you that we care and you know here's a little bonus for you know whatever um and that's just an example of one way that you know people are just showing that look we we are going to do what we can do we're in this together you know obviously some messages or some um little sentimental kind of um i don't know actions are bigger than others because i'm getting to the flyby here and. The flyover here in Frisco, Texas, the other day, which I don't know if you did, you get out to get a good view of that. I,
0: I didn't get out to see it. I saw the coverage of it. Uh, well,
1: talk about a way to pay tribute. I mean that, and I'm like, I'm not a crier. I mean, I'm, I, and I'm telling you that we we walked out. We just drove across the street here to the open field across Lebanon. So it started in McKinney. We're in Frisco, and then it went on down to Dallas. And we went to this open field because we looked at the flight pattern and they flew right over our heads. And I'm gonna tell you, Stuart, lump and throat, watery eyes. It hey, was you beautiful. know what it was be- it was absolutely beautiful. I know they flew over like Houston, of course, my sister's in New Jersey. They did a fly right. magnificent.
0: Yeah, it's 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 it For just a moment, at least, it just puts everybody back into that mood of saying, yes, we're going to make it through. We're going we're to get this through this together. It's the same thing like I see some of the coverage uh, in some of the hospitals that, you know, these hospitals, unfortunately, uh, almost on a daily basis are having to inform a family that their loved one did not make it through this, this virus. And it's a very, very difficult position to put, you know, even healthcare workers in. But then you see the coverage of somebody that's being wheeled out that beat the 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 uh, the disease, and you know the the uh, uh, people are in the in the hallways and they're clapping their hands and they got the balloons and they're they're saying thank you to the to the healthcare workers and all. And that kind of kind of gives you that positive aspect of what. What these people are all about.
1: Yeah. Well, listen, you know, you're talking to to me and you know that I, I told you before I have a hard time, even under normal circumstances, um, you know, watching the media just because I, I don't like neg, I just don't like negativity. I just don't like, I don't like all that. I just, you know, and so I don't watch a lot of it. I have to be honest with you. Phil kind of gives me what little pieces of information I want to know. And so i I don't watch a lot of it if I thought more of it was about the positives in all this I might but you know, you know, I, too much too much of it just it makes me i try to sit down and watch a little bit, but it makes me sick to my stomach and it I it really makes me physically so. and i'm
0: surprised there's something that that I have been a little bit surprised about is that that on the evening news uh and you know, all they'll show how many new cases uh, there were each day, you know, in in the country. And they talk about uh, how many people have died. Unfortunately, I don't understand why they don't have a handle on some statistics that show how many people have survived this illness.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: If they they say that 2,000 people lost their lives today, I wonder how many people, because of the work of, of our healthcare workers and those hospitals have survived because maybe if we have lost two thousand souls regrettably to the disease, maybe there were you know forty thousand that 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 survived it. They went into quarantine, they came through, they are now you know disease free, and you don't see that positive statistic coming out. It's only how many more have been affected and how many more have died
1: yeah i agree i i mean i i i know i wish that there was more of that and whoa annie m annie m i don't know where this wind is coming from i don't know like i got in bed one night and i just tried to watch it with phil and it was just like i don't know this number fifty five thousand came up on the screen and it was just dark awful information and i i laid there as long as i could and then i finally said i can't so I turned on, like, I don't know, a rerun of Friends or something, and Phil went into the other room and watched it. So, you know, it, like some people, it works for them to just really, really get all, get everything and, and try to, I don't know. But for me, what works is just doing, doing what I've been asked to do. And back, so back to the mask thing, I do wear a mask. And because I, I just figure in this whole thing, I can only do what I can do As an as a human individual on this planet, and so
0: that's right. You're absolutely right.
1: You know, I can't I can't do anything other. I can't do anything about the big awful numbers. I can't do anything about like. But what I can do is what I've been asked to do. And I don't know if masks work or not. But here's the deal: like, I feel like I'm wearing it, and I don't go out a lot, a lot. But I'll go into the grocery store occasionally, and I I feel polite. I just feel polite because I feel like. I put it on and it might make some people feel more comfortable and appreciate the fact that I'm respecting kind of their rights to be out. You know, and so that's just me. But, you know, if you don't wear a mask there, I'm sure you have your personal reasons why you choose not to wear a mask. And I've always said that to my kids in this whole thing is we have to have some grace in how we react to how people are uh, reacting to this pandemic and how they're choosing to like respond to it. And, and because everybody has, you don't know their story and everybody has their own personal reasons to react to it the way they are. And so for me personally, I wear a mask when I go out into like, now if I'm outside, no, like I see people wearing a mask, even if they're like walking outside, I don't do that. And they might have a reason why they do. I do wear it. If I go into the grocery store, I have lived here almost 20 right. years. I've shopped at the same grocery store almost 20 years. Those employees, like, I know them. They're there because they have to be there. They're wearing a mask. I'm going to wear a mask until I'm told or whatever. So, and trust me, it's not comfortable. Like, I'm very claustrophobic. And when I have that thing on, I just can barely breathe. But yeah, I'm not I, I, I'm not I
0: agree. But I, I think initially I, I started wearing the mask for my benefit. And now I feel more comfortable that I'm really wearing, I'm now wearing it for other people's benefit too. I think
1: so, yeah.
0: They, they, can, they can feel comfortable. And, and if I have to pass that couple in the aisle that does, that is not wearing a mask, I have a tendency to just stop and face the product uh, on the shelves and all, and, and breathe in that direction, wait for them to go by, and then continue continue down that aisle. That's that's about the level of respect that I will have for them choosing not to cover their their faces.
1: And I do the same thing. Like I really try to recognize, you know, like I don't pass somebody too closely. I try to kind of, you know, make the kind of four to five, however much room you have. I try. I have to tell you, we were we were walking at um, on a, at a kind of on hiking trails yesterday. Um, We did about five miles and there was a man in front of us and there were other people behind us. And anyway, this man in front of us started to have like this pretty bad sneezing attack. And we were outdoors, of course, but, and he was maybe 12 to 15 feet ahead. But Stuart, it was very interesting because people stepped off the path and let him finish and let him walk on and we were, we were one of the, we were ones that did that because we just felt like, because he was really having, and it was most likely allergies. We were outdoors and he was clearly having some kind of, and he was doing it in his sleeve and in his shirt and he was trying, but you know, it triggered a conversation as we can, as we got back on the path and continued walking. It's just like unbelievable to me. The reaction now that people are having to, a to being in public and somebody sneezes or coughs in public, people are a little bit like, I don't know, kind of freaked out, <laughs> I don't, you know, it's like, I just want that to get back to normal too. Like somebody sneezes and people are, you know, like looking around and I don't know. And See, don't I think so that cool. that's
0: something that may carry forward. And that is that, that uh, six months from now, when, hopefully when this is has, has passed and you're out on that path again, and you encounter somebody that's coughing heavily or sneezing, you're probably going to continue to step off of the path or take a little bit of because that's something that we're going to learn from this experience yeah. is yeah. maybe we just need to stay a little bit further away when that happens. Yeah, uh, We're all going to be standing in line. We may not have to be six feet apart at the checkout counter at the grocery store anymore, but I'll bet there's a lot of people that are going to keep a little bit more than shoulder to shoulder.
1: Yeah, I I think so, at least for a long while, at least for a long while. I think I think you're right. We had to go to the post office yesterday. Emily and I did because we had to renew her um, passport. And, you know, as most businesses have right now, there was tape on the floor, the distancing and the sign. I even said to Emily, I said, isn't it amazing because there's so much signage out, you know, like professionally done signage. Like how quickly these companies got the, the, I don't know, all their marketing or not marketing, but, you know, you know, I don't know, place of business signs or whatever. But anyway, right. anyway, we were standing there socially distancing ourselves and we got up to do our passport and Emily went through it all. And, of course, we had masks on. And then she, um, I don't know why she had to tell, but Emily had forgotten she had her mask mm-hmm. off. And at some point, oh, I know what it was they had to look at her ID and then look at her. They had to compare and make sure she was who she was saying she was. And so the lady's like, um, you know, you need to take your mask down. And uh, I like, oh, and, like, she forgot she even had her mask on. Yeah, But, That you know, would be funny to
0: have a, to have a passport <laughs> with a picture of you with, with a mask on.
1: I know. Well, you know, it's funny because there's this thing going on right now where a photographer is taking, a, I don't know what she calls it, but uh, quarantine porch pictures or some kind of porch picture it's basically she's capturing families at home during this time and she's taking beautiful family pictures on their front porches and a lot of the pictures are of course just nice normal family pictures but almost every family has also taken an additional shot of themselves on their porch with their masks on yeah Here I mean, we have
0: before and after shot
1: yeah exactly like You know there are going to be a lot of. We were out front the other day with our neighbors' young children, and they were doing some sidewalk chalk. And I think you and I talked about this last week. How sidewalk chalk has taken on a whole new kind of meaning uh, because people are using it to share messages of hope and whatnot, and or just make fun little pictures to look at while we're all out walking. Um, Some of the kids are even making little obstacle courses that the younger kids can do while we're all out walking. But anyway, I said, you know there are going to be a lot of defining features obviously of this time in our lives. And obviously the big ones, you know, the, all the, all the statistics and all the horrible, but also the sidewalk chalk, the toilet paper. Now the chicken again, as if there's a problem, like, I mean, there are going to be so many, you know, my father to just today, you know, I do his grocery shopping online for him. He's down in Houston. He does curbside pickup, but I go through the online process just because, you know, it's easier for me to do it for him, and then he goes and pick. and he called me this morning. He said, "Yeah," he said, Vaughn, um, go ahead and get some Clorox wipes on t- on today's list." He said, "Mother and I've just run out." And I said, dad, I mean, there are no Clorox wipes to be had." I, I, you know, the few times I go into the grocery store, I always take a little peek down the cleaning aisle, and for some reason, the Clorox wipes still haven't come back. So I don't know. I I
0: was at the store the other day, and and there was probably, I said, 12 packages of toilet paper left. And, of course, I grabbed one, and the sign said one per, per, but you're right, no wipes. And the other thing is, (laughs) uh, Lauren and I are in a a book discussion right now, in a book discussion group, uh, and we're meeting once a week. And what this is, is it's a discussion about a book, and it has to do with baking bread. So we all decided that everybody that was in the discussion group this week was going to bake bread. Do you realize you cannot find any yeast in any of the stores right now? Because the whole world is baking bread. I bet. I thought, okay, I'll just go over and get the flour and the yeast, and we'll bake the bread. We've been to six places already, and we haven't found the yeast yet.
1: Unbelievable! Uh, you know, it's very funny that you bring that. My my neighbor next door, Annie, she just made us fresh home baked bread uh, yesterday. She happened to have yeast, so she had it. So I don't know, I don't know, but okay. she, but she did. And and uh, but you know, for a while it was even hard to find flour, but flours come back. And really, every time I've been in, I've seen a lot of um, paper products like toilet paper and paper towels. I've seen a lot of that coming back. Even right. Costco seems to have replenished their supply nicely. You know, but I almost predicted this. I think I even said this last week when the media started talking about the meat plants when really it's a very small percent, like four percent. I don't even know if it's teeny tiny percent of, you know, and they're even coming back. But I knew the minute the media was going to say something about it that the grocery stores, who, by the way, had been kind of rocking along kind of just fine. Plenty of meats, chicken, pork, whatever. And sure enough, we went day before yesterday to get some chicken. And there was no chicken to be had in two places that we went. We went to two places and there was no chicken. So yeah. I, you know, a lot of a lot of reaction is is based on what the media says. And I think that they need to be more careful preventing panic. I, I just wish there'd be they'd be because what they say they An might overreaction. Yeah, they might not mean it, but what they say turns out to be like now what we have here you can't get chicken so
0: yeah yeah
1: and so, so what am i going to do <laughs> cuz we eat a lot of chicken what's the girl going to do well
0: yeah. what, I, what i'm finding is that, that there's still plenty of fish out there
1: yeah uh,
0: you get lot, lots of fish fillets and everything be, uh, and, and,
1: unfortunately i'm not a seafood
0: oh really uh, we 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 are
1: uh, lucky well my yeah. my family loves salmon and so I ha- I always like, I'll cook salmon and every now and then I'll eat salmon with them, but I'm not a big, but I'll sometimes do like chicken on the side when they do the salmon. But you're right. Salmon, tons of salmon, tons of shrimp. Uh oh. You, you,
0: have, you have to roll Uh-oh. with the
1: flow. We have a, Uh-oh. we, we have must a have another. said,
2: we must have said something because Michigan we did is chiming off. in. <laughs> we well, did I just had to, I had to chime in for a second because, um, up here we're having the same issue with meat. There's, you can get plenty of pork you can get plenty of ribs and plenty of other stuff. But what we have a lot of is, is Turkey. Um, we eat Turkey a lot here at the house. Yeah. So I like turkey. Chicken, kind of our secondary, but Turkey is our primary.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but we tried to get some beef yesterday. Um, when we went to the grocery store, uh, beef was all hundred percent out. Um, we could get it in other flavors of mm-hmm. stuff, you know, and, and ribs and things like that. But, um, we we do a lot of hamburgers and we just use turkey meat. Yeah. And um, but we try to get a couple of chickens
1: and there was some
2: there, but can't you, you to get the big boob? I know and or or a lot of chicken legs or something, but not in your regular thighs and things. So can't you just yeah. go in the woods behind your house and shoot a moose or something? <laughs> well, I have. A, I was just talking <laughs> to one of my buddies on the phone, and uh, I was telling him, said you know we've got black squirrels here, which are a little bit bigger than regular squirrels um but i have two a
1: little scary.
2: yeah they're <laughs> and they're black i mean they're like they're they're like a like a carbonite charcoal slate gray blackish and um they're they're fast too when you see them go across the land it's they're they're extremely fast but we have two mermots that live here and um what?
1: mermots i'm about i'm looking it up on the phone What's y'all a know a what a is? No. Oh. Here, Stuart, I'm going to get it on the phone for a second.
2: How is it that I'm I'm younger than you guys, and I know what a mermot is, and I see them in Colorado, and I've got them here in Michigan, and you don't know what a mermot is? It's a rodent. Yes, I get it. Oh. They're like a beaver. They're like a beaver. Um, yeah. they, get, they, get, uh, they can get two feet long, 10 to 12, 15 inches wide, and about eight to, eight to nine inches high. i mean, here from Florida. We have, have
0: alligators.
1: you all see the mermot?
2: Yeah. Oh, there it yeah. is.
1: Yep. Oh, Where is the yeah. camera? All right.
2: Yeah, it was, looks like a little beaver with that with the feet there. Right. Yep. We've got two of them here, and
1: um, he's kind of yeah, cute. So
2: I just thought I would chime in about the meat. You know, Wait, like you so guys do, you
1: are, eat, do you eat the Mermot? Are they are they like something you want to eat? No, or are, we talking eat about or are we talking a potential bad situation?
2: No, we're talking yeah. about a potential bad situation. You don't want to eat it. It's, it's bad ju- bad juju. Do you eat the black <laughs> You can. Oh, but I'm not eating anything off my land. That's bad juju. I'll I'll st- I'll stick with the fish. But I'll tell you what, I'll send I'm you my question question for my chicken. <laughs> yeah, I we're think- gonna stick the chicken and fish. So I'm like I'm like von. I don't like seafood, I don't like fish that moves, you know. So but when it comes to fish though, I, I do like salmon. Um, Kim makes some really awesome salmon patties. Um, but I don't like uh, only fish I really, really like is the nastiest fish of all, which is the catfish. I love the bottom feeders because you know, fried catfish or blackened catfish is tilapia.
1: tilapia is a bottom feeder, right? Yeah. yeah, and
2: I like tilapia. We we have tilapia every once in a while, but it depends on where you get it from. You can get bad tilapia. Yeah. Um, and I've had yeah. I've had fin before and I've had um um sharkfish. Um, but what I don't like is trout. I I was raised on it, and I had it young, and and I guess it was good. But you know, about uh, eight or nine years ago, Kim and I, with her grandfather and all, went up to Colorado, and we got uh, about thirty hybrid trouts, different trouts, rainbow trouts, uh, some hybrid trouts, and a few others. And the first bite I took into it, um, I puked, I got sick, oh. and I was like, "That's it, no yep. more trout." So now, when I even think trout. Yeah. Um, it's like tequila. I can't drink tequila. I can just put a little bit tip on my tongue and I and I'm out. I'm done.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So yeah. my body doesn't like it just doesn't tolerate it anymore.
1: Yeah, well once you've had a bad experience like with something like that, like that's Phil and pineapple. He, you know, once you have a bad experience with something like that, you you kind of your your psyche tells you not to go back there.
0: Yeah. I'm that I'm that way with cottage cheese.
1: Oh, I love cottage cheese. <laughs> I love oh 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 I love cottage cheese. And you know what else I like? We're starting to get gross now. Molly, <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat spinach right out of the like right out of the can, like Popeye spinach can like and my kids are like running from the room when I do that.
2: So they should come to my house because I have <laughs> a three gallon bucket of cookie dough.
1: Oh, I can eat that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you don't need to bake
2: it. Just, no. just right out of the pan out of the pan.
1: Okay, yeah. let me There's ask. A couple of, folks
2: sitting right next to you.
1: Have you all gained uh, any weight during this quarantine?
2: About five pounds.
1: You have for Did, real. You,
0: didn't Didn't you see the post that I put on my Facebook page?
1: I may have missed it. What was it?
0: Did, I, I, I stepped on I stepped on the scale, and 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 it said to me, uh, "We require social distancing, only one
2: person at a time." <laughs> <laughs> you were the one that posted. That. Kim told me about that. Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny.
1: I don't own own a scale, but I know that I, I have, and it's funny because I've, I've never walked so much in my life. I don't know. I think it must just be, I got to stop putting the fork in my mouth. I guess is the problem. Well, you can
2: eat all day long as long as that you're, you're staying active. And that's the issue for me. I weigh 210, 215. That's where I still weigh. I should weigh probably 195, 200. Um, but I know I've gained about five pounds, but I still weigh under 215. Yeah. But, um, but I'm busy all day long. Right. And so, and I, but I'll eat all day long. I mean, like I'll have four or five snacks during the day and we, we eat three meals a day. I'm eating a lot, but yeah. I'm also running around and moving around. So as long as you're not sitting on a couch and goofing yeah. off and, yeah. and, and and getting rid of your calories and stuff, it's not like you have to like work out every day. It's just yeah. doing normal things.
1: Just keep moving. Right.
0: And and I'm on, I'm still on my seafood diet.
1: Uh-huh. So you see it and you eat it. Uh-huh. I
0: see it. Oh. in fact, I'm thinking about. I'm I'm getting hungry now just talking about it.
2: Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> still, I'm playing, hey
1: Mark, Mark, hey, Mark. Did you have any flyovers where you live?
2: No, but I saw a lot of the videos online.
1: It was so. It was I so. Was really cool. I tell you what. I was. We we pulled over. I told you. Heard me in the field over there off of Lebanon and we were in our convertible. So we were open to the sky. It was just, and my girls were with me and I, I got so choked up and I don't know. It was just, I don't know. I, you know, it made me think of cause they were, it was a tribute to the healthcare workers and the first responders and all. And I don't know, it just touched me so much. It was just such a beautiful thing.
2: Yeah. We've, um, we haven't experienced that, but we've been out in town a couple of times. And since we have a new dog, with that kind of uh
1: You have a puppy? Do you have a puppy? Yeah, we got a new puppy. Can we see yeah. can we see the puppy?
2: I can go downstairs and get her if you'll hold on a minute.
1: Okay. We'll we'll talk while he goes to get gets puppy. Okay. All right. no. hey, by the, and by the way, we got a quarantine hey, so he left, but we got a quarantine kitten. Oh really? Yeah, I should go get our quarantine kitten and although I'm afraid to bring her outside, she's very squirmy. She might just hop my, off.
0: My my daughter is uh is uh, uh fostering uh, a puppy.
1: Oh, during quarantine.
0: Yeah, it uh, I forgot what it is, but it's it's a puppy now, but it's going to be a monster when it grows. Oh. But
1: uh, are you and Lauren getting out any anymore with the new, with some of these restrictions being kind of lifted?
0: Yeah, I mean, we, we we go to the grocery store, uh, you know, what, about once a week. We went over to a nursery yesterday and we got some flowers uh, to put in some pots in the backyard. Uh, And and getting out for a little while, haven't gotten the restaurant uh, urge yet.
1: Yeah, we haven't
0: either. Either indoors or outdoors. Uh, We were by a couple of restaurants and saw people dining in. Uh, I think our first step may be those that have outdoor dining. uh, That's what we're going to do. Weeks, Uh, we might we might venture out and do that. Uh, But you know, uh, we're taking it one step at a time, especially because we're seniors and because we are at the, the most at-risk uh, category of, of folks. But as we were talking about earlier, I think everybody's got to just make up their own mind what they're going to do. Uh, if if you do decide you are going to go out and you're going to go to restaurants and all, just be respectful of the people around you. Uh, instead of sitting in the table next to somebody else, go two or three tables away yeah. uh, and just just kind of, uh, keep keep that safe distance. I have to admit that most of the restaurants okay. you know, are. There's Luna.
2: Hello, Luna.
1: Oh, Hi. Is it a boy or girl? <laughs> it's a girl. Her name Hi, is Luna. Luna.
2: And Listen she is
1: a uh, Belgian sheepdog. She's beautiful. Oh my gosh. Let me see her body. Urgh. She's so cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how big is she
2: gonna get she will get uh, uh about 24 inches at the shoulder so you know mini german shepherd yeah. she's
1: beautiful she's, she's
2: she's pretty yeah so she's uh she's registered akc and you obviously you see her ears are up yep and they do go together quite a bit i mean they get really close sometimes when she's alert but <laughs> she, she's <laughs> really
1: is she she's a hunting a, dog? Wolf see, what?
2: Look at her wolf like see her mouth. Yeah. Oh my
1: gosh. So wait, is herder. she a hunting dog? Huh? Is she a hunting dog?
2: Uh no, she's a herder. A herder.
1: I herder. She is I <laughs> you. Does she still <laughs> have that puppy smell? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
2: Stay <laughs> away, read. Look at the people, see?
1: Hi, gonna... hi, Luna. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I gotta put
0: her
2: down. Okay. <laughs> right.
1: day, Mark, does she still have that puppy smell?
2: Oh yeah.
1: I love that puppy breath, that puppy smell.
2: Yep, and uh, I can't wait till she gets out of that in the poop stage because who um, poop stinks?
1: Oh yes, it does. Yeah. How is hey, she? on, getting... back. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. She's so cute. Uh Hey, Stuart. <laughs> hey,
0: there I am. Hey, you know what? what well, 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 he's got it on on uh, uh, until he gets back. I would like to share something. yes, with you and with our audience. I'm gonna to have to turn my my uh, uh, light around a little bit to read this. But you know, we talked about one thing we were going to talk about a little bit it was our healthcare workers and 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 pay tribute to them and how hard they are working. And I would like to read something that I got from a, a very dear friend, her name is Jessie Toussaint and she is a, uh, a nurse here uh, in the, in the uh, Dallas uh, area. And, and let, me, let me just read this because I think that this is, this is a real tribute to our nurses and doctors and healthcare workers. She writes, I suspect it's hard to love anyone in the healthcare field. We get up early and don't have time to drink coffee over the newspaper. We come home late and are too tired to cook. We work extra hours because we know that there are sick people who need us and we are all that they have. We miss events, holidays, birthdays, and our children's school sports games. And we don't get too excited over your minor boo-boos. We've seen far worse. We think about our patients even when we leave the building. Wondering, did we help them in any special way because they depend solely on us for all their needs? We don't want to talk when we come home. We've talked all day. We don't want to move when we come home. We've moved all day. It seems that we have left all of our caring, our heart, and our love at work, and then come home to you, empty. We probably have, but we don't tell you that many times at work We're mired in anxiety and we're scared, scared we're missing something, scared we will let our patient down or worse, our patients and our families too. We don't tell you how some of our patients are dying and this makes us cry on the way to work, to do a job we love, but how we're terrified too because it is breaking us down while putting the most vulnerable at risk. We don't share with you our heart's how our hearts melt when our patients give us that loving smile that makes our day. I suspect it is hard to love healthcare workers, but know this your healthcare worker needs your love, your understanding, and to know you get it. We need to be the one taken care of every once in a while. We need someone else to take charge of details because doing it ourselves constantly is exhausting. We need a shoulder to cry on when we can't even tell you why we're grieving. We need you to to know the hardest work that you ever do, which is to love a healthcare worker. This is our calling to help our patients, our passion and our reason for living. I would like to thank those of you out there who love us and let us do this work, pursue this calling and living this life. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, I do too. And Jesse, just I, I want you to know that we do love and respect you and all of your, your fellow healthcare workers because you're right. We don't really fully understand all that you go through all day and then have to bring it home totally exhausted and turn around and do it again the next day.
1: Who, who wrote this, sir? Who wrote that? This,
0: uh, I, it was sent to me from Jesse Toussaint, who is a, a, a nurse, uh, in in the in the area, I think she's at Plain, she may be at Plano Hospital, uh, and and I'm not totally sure if if this was her hand or somebody that she works with wrote this and she passed it on. But I just felt so moved by the fact that that a healthcare worker would take the time to say, you know, we're doing it because this is what we were trained to do, this is what we love to do. We never thought we would have to do it to this degree and this deep. But we, we have, we are, and we'll continue to do it. And for those of you that thank us, like the blue angels flying overhead, that's that's what it's all about.
1: That's really beautifully written.
0: And, and, and I'm going to shout out to somebody else, and I hope maybe he's listening. <coughs> he's a friend. His name is Ken Atlas. And he is a policeman down in the Florida Keys, where we used to live. And for the last... Almost a month, Ken has been at the entrance to the Florida Keys checking IDs because they have put a moratorium on non-residents in in the Florida Keys, and only residents are being allowed in. And this, this gentleman has been working at least 12 hours a day, seven days a week for the last month. And I'll just checking IDs of people coming and going in and out of the keys. And again, one of our first responders who is going above and beyond the call of duty in order to keep us safe. So to people like Jesse Toussaint and to people like Ken Atlas and all, I, I am in your your park 100% and thank you for, for all that you do. And this goes, a ripple effect to all of our first responders, our healthcare, workers, our doctors, our nurses, our teachers who are going that extra route to try and keep all of our children educated in in this troubled time as as we approach the end of what would normally be the school year. And I'll, a lot of people are giving 110 percent and all. And I, for one, and, and I can speak for one, we applaud you for, for everything that you're doing.
1: Absolutely. Don't forget the grocery store workers. They've been dealing with
0: and I, had, I there was a post from a friend that said, you know, it really burned his butt because he went to – he called a restaurant, and restaurants have been, been trying to prepare meals to deliver curbside. Yeah. Oh. And what's happening is that there are workers that are working under these tough conditions in some of these restaurants to deliver goods at the curb, and people are not leaving tips. They, they just figure, well, <clears throat> I'm doing all the work. I'm ordering it online. I'm driving over to pick it up. And so a lot of these workers who rely on tips yeah are, are not getting them. So that's another message that if you are ordering pizzas and picking them up and, and you're ordering food to be picked up at the curb or even DoorDash and that kind of stuff, drop a little bit of a tip because you're helping these, helping these people out.
1: Absolutely. So. Absolutely.
0: It's tough, but, you know, we have to be – I hope, I really hope that we are, are, are seeing kind of the downside of all of this uh, around the corner and that we will be able to blend back into our society as we know it fairly soon and all, but but be respectful of everybody now and then carry that forward because when we do get back to whatever we call our, our new normal – uh, we're going to have to continue to be respectful of each
1: other. Definitely. Be patient, be understanding, yeah. be, be gracious, all that. I yeah. have to ask you, I because I, I don't know if we're getting into new topics or not, but are we doing 45 minutes or an hour? What Where are we on things?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, we can pretty much do our thing. We probably will uh, probably wrap it up within the next so many minutes because uh, Mark's going to
2: be doing another show. All
1: right, I uh, just wasn't sure how yeah. Oh, there he is. I,
2: I we to... should start uh wrapping it up now cuz I've got uh, exactly 10 minutes to the next show. Okay. Okay. Well, we 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 can do that. Thank you again uh, Mark for for
0: producing the show from up in Michigan and all. Absolutely. And uh thank you to Vaughn for for being being my sidekick, being there. You know, we we've been co-hosts for almost 5 years now, and I and I appreciate and love every every minute of it.
2: I have you canned can. air. If I had a blow horn, I'd blow
0: it. <laughs> yeah. now you might oh. wake up
2: the moose. <laughs> yeah. you're <just laughs> to get there. I want, I want, I
1: want Luna. I want to, I want to love <laughs> I want to quarantine with Luna. Yes. <laughs> awesome. you, can have,
0: you can have the poop and all. Oh, my God. oh there you go. That, that's a bonus, right? Right. Yeah. yeah, you, yeah you, you call it composting yes yes <laughs> yeah. well, th- well th- thanks everybody for for, for, always, always in.
1: Enjoy.
0: Uh, for something to talk about and Vaughn we'll see you again next week uh, right here uh, at 11 o'clock on Friday and uh, go out and make it a make it a good weekend make it a good week ahead be respectful of each other uh, and all and stay safe stay healthy everyone we'll see you again next week on something to talk about.
2: Bye. See you guys
1: later.